It's that time of year again. It's time for the live Gen Con 2019 episode. Gen Con was just last weekend. Woo! We had a live show. I really want to take the time to thank our sponsor, thegamecrafter.com. They donated a whole bunch of Game Crafter dollars for our audience members. That's right. If you attended our live show, you could walk away with free Game Crafter money. So you can design your own games, print out some games, do whatever you want with games on thegamecrafter.com. Thank you so much. All right, let me shut up and let's start this rough live episode of Gen Con 2019. <laughs> Hello! Hey! Welcome to the Tuesday Night Podcast. The podcast is all about the stories we make while playing the games we love on, around, and under the gaming table. I'm with someone I haven't recorded with in a while, and that is Sean McCoy. What are you jingling jangling over there? No, these are the awards that we won, the Ennies. What are you talking about? What awards do you mean? We had the Enny Awards Friday night, the Oscars of the role-playing game world. Mm -hmm. They're very long and boring. But, I wouldn't say that. For some reason, I don't know why, yesterday's was more fun than any of the other ones I've ever attended. You came after intermission? That's one reason. <laughs> Mothership was up for four awards. Mothership. There we go. That's right. Because yeah. we have an audience too, because this is the Gen Con Live, so thank you all so much for being here. Again, standing room only. I am really impressed that you're here because I think the event only went live two weeks ago, something like that. Yeah, we'll take off these medals because, yeah, that's ridiculous. What were the categories? The categories were? We were nominated for Best Adventure for Dead Planet, Best Rules for Mothership, Best Game for Mothership, and Product of the Year. Which and is a big deal for us because the game came out at Origins 2018. It's 2019 mm -hmm. now, listeners in the future. As you call it, a stealth release. Stealth release. we didn't really publicize that we were releasing it. It was more like... We've been trying to come out with a new game at every show because we learned, savvy businessmen that we are, that people like it when you have new products. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were coming up on Origins 2018 and we were scrambling, I think it's a professional term, to get That's Not Lemonade released. But instead we decided to release it at Gen Con and instead just run the Kickstarter. Yeah. And then I had been kind of in my spare time working on Mothership and I was kind of like, hey Alan, I um, might have like a game we could print 50 copies. If we're being really honest. <laughs> and so we printed 50 copies of an ash can, as we call it, just something quick. It sold really well at Origins for 50 copies for a game that nobody had heard of. Yeah. And then Don was like, we need to come back at Gen Con with a module. People are buying this game and going, so is there like any content for this game? Let me ask audience, who here listened to the Mothership episode where we played Mothership at it? Oh, look at that. Oh my goodness. Thousands. That was probably a thousand, yeah. I was gonna say a thousand, <laughs> one hundred, like eleven one hundred, but thousand. Yeah, I think maybe. But yeah, so we didn't have an adventure, so we went ahead and did it. Now the adventure, Dead Planet, is not the adventure that we recorded at Origins last year. No, it's not. We recorded a playtest of a module called Psychotropics, mm -hmm. which is actually now being developed by Fiona Geist and Christian Kessler. But we spent the next six weeks, we busted our butts off, we came out with Dead Planet. We worked really, right. really hard, and it really felt like the team was coming together, Don Stroud, Fiona Geist, me, really, really gelling on what we were working on. We were all up each other's butts constantly. It felt like we were moving each other's arms with our hands yeah. inside each other, working each other like meat puppets. And <laughs> we had a good response. 
The Insane game, response. The game was well-reviewed. The module was well-liked. We submitted it to the Ennies. Not only well-reviewed, it was... Put that mic back on, you son of a gun. We got nominated for Best Adventure. And I say we, and the reality is, all I did was, yeah, keep going with that. You guys are doing great. Keep going. We'll totally put our resources behind Mothership. And that's really all I did besides be a huge fan. In my opinion, that's what That I'm kind saying. of support is huge because we've been doing this for seven years now. Al and I have been like in a business partnership. Right. Um, which is a lot like a marriage mm -hmm. and it evolves and changes. And so one of the big things that was really nice for me was for Alan to give me that space to work on a game and really, really follow it passionately. Let me sort of chase that down. And it was really, really amazing to be this far along in sort of a business relationship and sort of have the freedom to be like, okay, you're going to work on this thing. I'm going to work on this thing. Because when we started, we were up each other's butts working each other like meat puppets 24-7. We were doing daily check-ins. We wouldn't write a Kickstarter update without going through the other person. Yeah. We really... It was ridiculous how in the weeds we were with every little detail. Absolutely. We wanted to make sure every T was crossed, every I was dotted, and we couldn't send anything without each other's approval. And we're both a little bit of control freaks, right? Oh yeah. And so coming together and figuring out like how we were gonna do this as, as a yeah. two-person entity took a while to develop. And then once we were able to do that, it turned out that we could just go like, who here is willing to admit that they're married? Willing to admit it, obviously, right? Okay, willing to admit it. It's interesting because I think there's some people here with their significant others that aren't raising their hand. But anyways, <laughs> it really is a marriage because you learn so much more about yourself in this relationship about what really counts. And if you look at us from the beginning to the way we interact now, it's so different. Miles apart. Miles apart. It's ridiculous. Insane. In a, in, a, in a good way. Let's fast forward. Mothership's obviously incredible. Nominated for Game of the Year, Best Product of the Year, Best Adventure, Best Rules. Two of the four we got. We got a silver for Best Adventure, Dead Planet. Oh, thank you so Woo! much. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> It is like the Oscars in that they start with more of the niche, obscure categories for rewards at first, and then they work their way up to the number one, like best game, best product of the year, that kind of thing. I think it was like rules, and then eventually came adventure, if I remember the order, then best game, then best product of the year. So we found out that Dead Planet got silver before we learned about Mothership as a whole. When you heard that Dead Planet got second, what was it like? They let you pick your walk-up music. Oh, man. And I spent a lot of time thinking about it. More time than is healthy. A lot of time in the shower being like, all right, what am I gonna do? Then I totally blew the deadline on when to turn in my <laughs> walk-up music. So I sent it to the coordinator. I said, hey, sorry, here's the music. You know, I know you asked for the track. I think Elijah's smiling because I don't think this is a surprise to him that I blew this deadline at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're going to talk about Elijah in a little bit, so yeah. keep going because I have a good Elijah story. I sent it to him. He said, well, you know, I'll send it to the program coordinator, but we'll see if he's got time to program it. Jenkins like two weeks away and they hit a button and music plays. So like, I don't know what he thought was involved with the <laughs> laser light show and the fog machine right. and my like track that I've ripped from iTunes and emailed over to him. So the first thing I thought was, oh, they got my music in time. <laughs> So your first response is, that's the music That's I the music I picked. And then this huge, huge moment of like smiling and feeling, yeah. just kind of lifting up and making sure everybody's getting up on the stage. And we walk up there. Real quick shout out, people on stage. Fiona Geist, mm -hmm. Don Stroud, mm -hmm. uh, Jarrett Crater, mm -hmm. and I. Mm -hmm. And then you, later. Later, yeah. Later. I didn't go up for Dead Planet, because again, I, I said my involvement was, yay, 
You go, keep doing that good stuff. It's amazing. But a lot like in a marriage, like your victories are my victories and my victories are your right. victories. So that's something yeah, that's absolutely. really important. I'll be honest, I mean, I wept. You did, you did. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was really emotional. Like, Super oh my sweet. goodness, this is a big deal. It was huge. Yeah. We were beaten by Masks of Nyarlat Hotep, which is a Call of Cthulhu module, a classic from the 80s, re-released. Very, 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 very famous. So it's kind of like that. We were beaten by the best son kind of moment. Yeah, yeah. and I don't want to crap on their parade at all and don't want to be a poor sport. But when it's a re-release, it's kind of tough. It's like, oh, we just lost to Bambi, but Bambi was just brought out from the vault. HD remastered. HD remastered. Like, Bambi can still win awards, but anyways. I have no hard feelings about that. We were an amazing company for a game that's been out for a year. Yeah. Um, But we get up there, and everybody says their thing, and Fiona's much, much more restrained than I thought she was going to be. A year ago, she was like, if we win the Annie's, I'm going to run up there in a Vera Wang wedding dress. I'm going to give the Mike Tyson speech where I talk about biting people's faces off, and everybody can come at me. She meant it, too. If you meet Fiona, you know Fiona. That's yeah. the amazing thing she about was Fiona. Like, Every motherfucker come at me now. <laughs> and this and like when she went up for the speech, this is literally what she said. All right, I decided I'm gonna watch my language and not swear so fucking much. Yeah. Like that was what she said. <laughs> but then the next category uh, that we were involved in was product of, oh no, it was best, best game of the year. Right? Uh, best rules. Best rules we didn't get. No silver, no gold. Yep. No hard feelings. And then best game. Best game. And then it came up. And oh man. We get gold, Alan's filming, and- uh, If you haven't seen the film, go check it out on our social media. Anyone remember what our social media tag is? It's oh, play TKG. How about, oh, you give away, ad play TKG. By the way, we have some really quality free games we're gonna give away. We're gonna get to this, but go on. I just wanna talk about Mothership oh, yeah, a little yeah. bit. All about us before we talk about it. It looks like else. a Cloverfield video. <laughs> Alan's like filming me, and then it's like, and then my video, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, oh my God. And I'm turning around like, who has to go out there? <laughs> the best part is like, this is a podcast, so people will be listening to this at home. So it's great podcasting. I was filming because I wanted to see Mothership come up. And so when it came up, ah, and the first thing you said is, come up with me. Oh, so I was planning on having a nice zoomed out, crisp view mm-hmm. and having a nice, very professionally done. Sure. First of all, emotions come over you. And so I'm like, ah! So of course I'm already shaking with all the adrenaline, tears coming down my face. So sweet. And you're like, come with me. So the next thing you see is like me looking at you like, you serious? Ah. <laughs> so many, there have been a couple of people that have come up and like, who is screaming during that video so much? It's like, Oh, that was me. Like, yeah. And like, no, no, the second scream. Like, no, that was me too. Because <laughs> I was coming up like, oh my God, <laughs> we went on Mothership. It was amazing. So It was really great. It really was. Yeah. I said something in, our, in the speech, and I was not planning on going up on the stage, and I was not planning on talking. But the speech basically was a profession of love for you and how touching it is because we started in this marriage as just two of us. Mm-hmm. And we talked afterwards, and it's totally true, and I want to say that publicly, especially to the knaves and knights alike right here. We have so much support from the outside because we were not the only ones on that stage. And even as as a company, we've grown so much because of all the support we get, and that includes the knights. And that's where I really want to celebrate Elijah as our first employee for coming in, and Elijah has really started moving things forward. And Elijah's never actually been on the podcast before. What? Yeah. Have you ever been on the podcast? So what I'd like to do is do an official introduction to Elijah. So if we could all give a round of applause to Elijah. 
take the hot seat. I think we're at our year anniversary. Are we at one year yet? Is it today or tomorrow? I think it's, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. So, Elijah, you've been a knave for a very long time. Mm -hmm. In fact, you start Meeple Mountain, you came up and you asked me a very specific question for an interview. Do you remember this? Yes, I think I told you to be Captain Chessbeard. Which was really weird because I'm not Captain Chessbeard. No. Uh, yeah, Captain Chessbeard. But you have a great impression. I've been told I do a pretty good Captain Chessbeard. Anyways, we eventually were looking for marketing social media manager and you stepped up and- I don't think you were looking. I think I just like, just annoyed you so much that week. That we didn't, we didn't know we were looking for you. <laughs> but here's the amazing thing. I think by far you and Sean talk to each other probably than you and I do on a daily basis, right? Mm -hmm. But I remember talking to Sean and being like, Elijah, he's the redheaded, good looking guy with the glasses that comes up. Like, oh yeah, I think I know him. And it's just interesting to see how that relationship has blossomed and how we don't have to worry about social media and at play TKG. It's great. So. There's so much growth because you've also taken over retailing and it's just growing so much more and more. How's it going? It's good. My job is basically just annoying Sean all day, which yeah. I love. It's a great job. You're very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> at any point in the day, Sean, I just know that you're going to look down at your phone and be like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's very true. So much like developing like the marriage with Alan and I, because Elijah's our first employee, there's all this control that you don't realize you've we'll like just cut to the chase. staked out your territory. He's the marital therapist for our marriage in a lot of ways. He comes in and he's really helped us be who we really want to be, even with each other. Yeah. If we're being really honest publicly, there is like almost, I don't want to say the split between us, but creatively you have so much freedom with mothership now and then I have a lot of room. I'm expanding into the board gaming, so there's big stuff coming up for two rooms and a boom. We're moving forward with Jennifer's Tooth or Bear. It's really exciting coming through, and a lot of that is because of the extra elbow room that you've given us. So I just really want to publicly thank you. And thanks. Thanks for going. Yeah. yeah. So one more for Elijah. <laughs> we should thank B Team. Who? <laughs> B Team. I really want them to be a regular asset because I'm a huge fan of the B team, which kind of is weird because they are trying to overtake the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's All called three. Stockholm Syndrome. Right, I think and it is Stockholm Syndrome. You've got syndrome. it. <laughs> yeah, but B team's here. Are you guys all willing to come on up and just say a little piece? I'd love to hear it. Come on up, all of you. In fact, I'm going to pass it off to B Team for a little bit. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go ahead. Someone. See what I mean? There's some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the shoes? Yeah, come on. There we yeah. go. All right. We'll give you a few minutes. Go for it. Okay, don't hurry back. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna, no. it's gonna, what? It's gonna, like, this is, un I'm so unprepared. So, Greg, I'd ask you to do me a favor. Yes. Right? We have issues with the, uh, Captain Chessbeard, right? Correct. He has not so, yet been released from the dungeons. I don't know how they keep getting these recordings. We will find the mole, and they will be punished. Alan frequently says uh, knaves and knights alike, some garbage like yeah. that. Uh, I believe there's a select few the chosen. The chosen. Yeah. No, they're not chosen. They uh, no, they, they chose. They, they chose for themselves. They chose yeah. themselves. chosen. The so self-selected. Like, uh, the self-chosen. Who, who are the comrades? We chose. Correct. The, the comrades. Comrades, which is Jesus. also spelled, spelled with a K. K. Now, Greg. Yes. You and I do a program weekly with. Yes, we do. Thousands more listeners than this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and I believe you provide musical uh, entertainment. I do. Could you give me a spelled with a K? Uh, so I'll say something, and then you can give me a spell. Right. Okay, that's 
Take I, a moment. I will do my best. Mm -hmm. So first, I'd like to say thank you to Elijah. I greatly appreciate his uh, Instagram where he does the little audio clips and everything. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a really specific niche thing. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, my Instagram is mostly me trying to take my shirt off. So I just like, is there anybody who can do more than like one Will day Anderson he's going to get that shirt off? One, okay. one day the shirt will successfully he's gonna figure it out. come off. But yeah, I'd say thank you for all the listeners who are knights, knaves, and Comrades. Comrades. Spelled with a K. Oh, so wonderful. Oh, so great. So I'm, I'm completely unprepared. I think I've had a very non-traditional Gen Con because what I've realized is I've been here five years now, five yeah, years Yeah, I think coming. so. I hate demoing games. <laughs> uh, I hate spending money you because do. I, I don't have a lot and I do fall into... I, I didn't get the rainbow dice, but those little things. <laughs> that, that was a, that was, that I'm, was Gen I'm Con a, tragedy I'm 2019. Bad homosexual that you I are. could not get the I got dice. the <laughs> day I found them, like, yoink, rainbow dice, yes. So. Yes, indeed. <laughs> On brand. And, and I've decided for myself that I, um, I like running tournaments. You do. Okay, hey, so. You did a great job. A, we will make up the spending that you don't do. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. When we buy, buy everything. I have a list. Oh, well, Absolutely. I mean, you prepare ahead of time. And I, I, I just, have, I, have I, a plan I am too. Lord Impulse Shopper. Yeah. <laughs> Today. <laughs> we walk the floor, and Greg, like, I have a purpose, and I, I He's walk like, a I want to go learn this game, and it's the other end. I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll head there. And then two steps. <laughs> Shiny. Hey, look. <laughs> I really like that artwork. There's a okay. game that's for demo. Really? Wow. Word to the wise. If you want to suck me in, have good artwork on a big banner because I cannot resist. Or just I write like, the word witches on the board. Or write the word witches. Witches, fae. Draculas? No. Vampires? No. Oh, see, this is where we will never see I know, we never see that. The whole vampire thing. They're leeches. They're leeches, That's, Will. You know what? I'm a descendant of leeches. That's fine <laughs> with me. We all had to come from something. Then you're not wrong. <laughs> So, Greg, what, what has been your, your favorite Gen Con purpose? I know Alan wants to take it over back, but mm, no. no. We, we've got to provide We can see him content. itching over there. When he, when he like gets up a little bit, just like make just sure to start like, a new sentence. Yep, exactly. So, I always think I'm going to come here with an actual game plan. Because I'm always like, I'm going to focus on RPGs this year. That is what I'm, I'm going to find them all. And then two minutes on the dealer floor. Ooh, look at that banner. <laughs> I've never seen that art before. What is this game? And my plans are gone. Like the first day I bought four things. I have booth numbers, you publishers, do. this is the game I want. I have a list of like, this is maybes, like we can try a demo and then I'll get it. That's a new one. I used to just buy everything, just all the games. So what is your, what's your big score this year, Logan? I really enjoyed Letter Jam a lot. Letter Jam. Uh, he has no, been, no, he no, has been no. selling so us on Letter Jam. I'm hearing about this thing. I don't come I for fun in alphabets, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so then, then, my, then my second favorite thing uh, is actually Ben Canellis's Three Laws of Robotics. I yeah. got to see Ben. The, that, that was the weirdest thing. His tournament thing, Blood Seekers, Vampire, what vampire is that? Vampire Bloods. Blood, blood, blood Feud. Blood Feud. That's it. <laughs> we got it was there. was like 20 feet away from the tournament I was running. Oh, nice. So I was like, and I saw him the first day, and he's like, well, I'm so tired. I'm working 12 hours days. They're killing me. So today, I had my children. And I was like, Ben, if you need anything, I will send my kids out <laughs> to get you whatever you need. 
and he didn't even ask for it. But um, <laughs> before, so so I, I want to discuss my my issue. Okay, I, I think it's partially Freudian. I'm not in therapy anymore, so right, I have to bring all my issues to the public. My big purchase was Boobies the Game, <laughs> Kamigami Battles. I know. And I don't understand and why. In my room. Yeah, it and it's tormenting so me. So my favorite game in the world is Kamigami Battles, which is a reissue of Konzume Goddess by Japanime Games. And if you've ever seen Japanime Games, it's fan service, I think is the right term for it. But if as, we're gonna put it politely. As far as yeah. I know, I've I've been homosexual the entire time. I mean, well. We have multiple reports of homosexuality happening. So if anyone can ever explain to me why, well, no, I know why this is my favorite game, because I choose mechanics over Correct. artwork. Mm -hmm. Have I ever told the DOA beach volleyball story? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who in the room is familiar with DOA volleyball? That's like everybody in the room for wow. real. It's like 10,000 people <laughs> just throwing their hands that. up. What is the point of playing DOA? Watching the physics. The boob physics. <laughs> okay, so my husband and I were at the store, and we looked at it, and I'm like, oh, cute. And then it said, outfits. And I'm like, there's outfits? But I was so embarrassed by the cover art that I refused to stand next to him in line while he purchased it. <laughs> and our friend, our friend Julie, who's a lesbian, was like, can you play the volleyball game? And I'm like, we can't, because we're at an impasse right now. We're having an argument over which bikini looks best on this model. And we have not been able to move past this for three days. She's like, well, just run through them for me. <laughs> we had very different experiences of that game. That, that, that makes me think of, I was watching Alan play Tooth or Bear. And he had the question of what is the most like embarrassing items that you have ever purchased together? And I was like, oh, condoms and Pokemon cards. Because that literally happened to me. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I, I, I'll, put, I'll put DOA beach volleyball Practice up there. safe Pokemon kids. And I, did, I also say I did make my husband get a double bag. Because I'm like, we are not being seen walking out of this store with this. The, I, didn't, I will not be arrested for this. So, so anyway, if you want to be part of our team, you can be a comrade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we can give them their podcast back. <laughs> oh God! What are these made of? B team, everybody! B team, one more time! Woo. All right. Shamefully, way better than us. That ends the funny portion of the show. Yeah, let's uh, let's do get the back to talking part. about business partnerships as a metaphor for marriage. Right. <laughs> I have a great little Logan story. Okay. Logan just mentioned that he had a little list with the booth numbers of everything he wanted to check out. We are selling very random encounters pins at our booth. Yes. Which is great. We've Gorgeous. got um, pronoun pins that proceeds go to the Trevor Project. We've got mm -hmm. all these cute little pins that um, Logan illustrated, right? Yeah, which I was so surprised. I didn't Gorgeous. know that until I asked him. I said, oh my goodness, who's your artist? And what did Logan say? Oh, that was me. Fucking me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were like, oh, when's he bringing the product over? And uh, you bring over this giant suitcase. And I'm thinking like, oh, I've seen this. This is a suitcase filled with pins, and this is going to be fucking He's miserable. He's expecting like one of those dice grab bags where you take the scoop and you have to right. scoop out the dice. I'm expecting like what we would do. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and so we open up the suitcase, and in it are these little Tupperware containers 
Every single one of them is labeled with what pen mm -hmm. and what goes in it. Inlaid in foam, custom cut foam, so each of them have their very perfect spot that fits in. So you can tip it upside down and they don't even fall out. We start taking it and it's like, all right, well this is cool, but like, how are we gonna display them? Then like we start taking all the boxes <laughs> out and then this giant little display pops out with a pin board with spots for every single one and a spot for our pin. Right. Then we find a little like, well it's like, this is weird. This is kind of like plastic thing up top. It seems kind of like it doesn't fit. Yeah, there, so imagine a frame, Picture rectangle, frame. but then it has this little black Indent. Indent tab. that sticks up. A tab, great example. A tab sticks right out of it. And we're like, what? well that's dumb. So dumb. <laughs> so dumb, like this beautiful frame has this black little flag sticking out of the top of it. That oh, doesn't make it oh, oh. oh wait, what's this? It's a little magnet that fits on the tab that says what the price is. So we can just change prices if you need to. So we just slap on, and I just come up, and it looked like it was the Price is Right game show, how it just fit perfectly right on there. Just stuck right on there. It was. Beautiful and an excellent example of anal retentiveness to the point that I haven't seen. <laughs> to, to contrast, we've overnighted product to our booth at Gen Con, not once, but twice this show. <laughs> yeah, but this is even better. We're like, oh, and then we have our own things because we have the mothership patch mm -hmm. and we have mothership stickers. We're like, oh, how are we gonna display these? We have no display for them. Oh, oh wait, Logan has spare displays in his bag. <laughs> we'll just use Logan's spare display holders to hold our patches and our bags. Thank you, Logan. Logan is so organized, people around him become more organized just by being in his orbit. Yeah, just by picking up the dregs that he leaves behind, those are so organized. It's amazing. Uh, the B team talked about what had changed for them at Gen Con, what they had done differently, mm -hmm. uh, what they liked and didn't like. We've been going to Gen Con maybe eight years now? You mean together? No, no, just, just, just period. I think this is like our eighth or ninth Gen Con. Oh my goodness, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. What has changed for you about Gen Con since you started coming? What do you like and With not like? With you or just since I've started coming? Just since you started coming, for you. For me, I've been coming since 2012. Okay. And I haven't missed a Gen Con. That's a lot of Gen Cons. The biggest thing that's changed for me is that the Gen Con floor, they used to have insane giveaways. There were no coupon books. And this was before the board game boom. And they still have the running of the geeks when they open up Gen Con now because people don't want Kingdom Death to run out of whatever. What, what's, shout something that you rush for now at Gen Con, because I don't know. Letter Jam, Mother Ship. Letter Mother Ship, what a show, I love you, sir. Oh my goodness, beautiful. Letter Jam, yeah. But back then, they had ridiculous swag that they purposely limited, like the first 100 people that come get this free, including like HeroScape had Gen Con exclusive figures. So if you got them, good. But if you didn't, they were gone. And most people would grab them and they just go right on eBay and sell them. And so the running of the geeks back then was assholes and high elbows because they, it was violent. And so security was all over the floors and they said, you have to walk, you have to walk. Does anyone date back to that and remember that with Gen Con? Excellent, right? It was crazy and it was dangerous and eventually they had to address this Black Friday fanaticism of people trampling each other and that's when the coupon books came out. People were pissed too, of course, like, oh man. Things well, are different. Things are different. <laughs> <laughs> things are different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, the swag and the aggressiveness has really gone down since then, honestly. Is that what you were fishing for or no? No, just what personally has changed for you. What do you like to do now? What do you not like to do? 
Oh, yeah. Now I like to spend some genuine quality time with people. I don't play any games uh, except the ones at the booth all day. I actually love staying at the booth the entire time. It's, it's unusual, but before it was all about getting the latest and greatest, and I'm horribly lame now. Now I just wanna talk to you. Boop. <laughs> yeah. I just like winning awards. That's yeah, what, that's that's what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you everyone who's here for being a knave. You're all gonna get a chance to come up and grab some swag. We have amazing giveaways from donations from Renegade Games. We had a ton from Tasty Mineral Games. It was actually a problem because I came up to them and said, hey, you don't have to give anything, but we have this podcast. And they said, oh, sure. And they gave me so much, it hurt to carry it all. And I know that's such a weird complaint to have, but we have some ridiculous highlights. I'll point out some. We have Kids on Bikes, role-playing game, also award-winning. Yep. Right? Our friend Jonathan Gilmore, Jonathan Gilmore. Yeah, absolutely did that. And it's the hardback edition, and it comes with a folder portfolio. We also have the Outbreak Undead role-playing game here. Ooh. I'll keep this a mystery surprise. There's a bag that may or may not have some ridiculous stuff that may or may not have a signature in it. But TMG gave us a whole bunch of stuff. They have, what do they call it, deluxified versions of games. And what was crazy is every time they handed me something, it was $100 or more worth of stuff every time they handed it to me. So I'm telling you right now, I don't know why everyone isn't here. We have about 1,100 people here. I don't know why we don't have 1,200. Anyway, uh, we have Thornwatch and Expansion. We have Apocrypha from Lone Shark Games. Uh, Mike Selinker and his crew were amazingly to donate that. So the way I like to do this is I'm gonna go through the nights and bring them up in order if they're here. You can take the hot seat if you like, and you can tell us your favorite thing about Gen Con or your least favorite thing about Gen Con, best game you played, or you can just go ahead and pick one of the games and tell us what you picked and why you picked it. Sound fair? And then afterwards, we'll bring up the names. This is also incentive for you to send in your Knave Tonight submission so you can be knighted. Or comrade. Or comrade, sure. that's right. You comrades right. can share one game together. Yeah. Guillotine. Uh, okay, I know he's not here, but we're gonna go through the first night from episode 82. Our first night wasn't even until episode 82. Sir Byron Morgan. Yay, Yay, Sir Byron. I just heard from Byron. Yeah, For he's the back. first time in a long time. Facebook yeah. messaged me and he was saying, oh my God, Secret Cabal picked up Mothership. You, you, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah. Elijah made me give them stuff. And then? And then he got the affliction that you suffered from mm -hmm. recently and yep. that's why he kind of disappeared. What's the affliction that you recently suffered from? Kiditis. Kiditis, he had a baby, so. Uh, very, yeah. very happy for him. Yeah, very happy. The next, the second night, the Black Knight, Sir Will Bowler, come on down. Woo! Have a seat if you'd like. Right. What would you like to share? Uh, I was out in the um, the stadium area this year. The Lucas Stadium. Yeah, area? the Lucas Stadium, yeah. where there's that big dragon display and everything. Mm -hmm. And I gotta say, my favorite thing that I saw this year was the freedom that people have to embrace their inner nerd. The type of stuff you would normally, if you did in public, you would get weird looks. 
People are free to do that, and it's just totally acceptable. They can let it all out. They can make the goofy faces. They can pretend to be killing this dragon with a foam boffer weapon. And it's just like, yeah, these are my people. That's this awesome. This is what we can do. That's so awesome. That's I think about that a lot because I've been walking around for a day with uh, two mouths <laughs> on my chest, and I'm, I'm going like, I can't ever wear these again. I can only right. wear these at Gen Con totally for the next 48 hours. so loud, this noise of just clanging, and they separate like someone with large breasts running and clapping together, and it's so loud. It's role-playing like, games. This is the only time this is acceptable. <laughs> yeah. The only time, except for every year at Gen Con from now on. Just to remind people. I think that's great. I think that's a really good thing about Gen Con. He's mystery looking bag. at the it's mystery, mystery bag. Yep. He is looking at the mystery bag. It's my pinky. It could be a boat. <laughs> could be what you just picked up. If you choose to keep it, now it's getting like a white elephant Santa, whatever they call it, is every a single thing for Santa. Overlight from Renegade Games. So that's the role-playing game. It's beautiful. Art by Quan Chai. Quan Chai, uh, personal friends. Yeah, he's been here on the show before, and it's signed by him too, and it even has card holders from Dogmite Games, because no one picked those up last year, so enjoy those. If you or else. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy that. If not, I'm sorry that you got stuck with the mystery bag. <laughs> okay. Number three, Sir Delton Brack. Come on up, Sir Delton Brack. Delton, you decided to upgrade and be a volunteer this year. I did. I've been selling stuff and talking to people, nice. and my feet hurt. Wow. Yeah. So you're a knight and a squire. How's it feel? It feels good. Yeah? Yeah, I like you it. Enjoy it. Do you remember when you first got here? <laughs> so I walked in the hotel room, almost 2 a.m. on Thursday morning, and I'm trying to be quiet, and I put the key in the door, and I hear that, and I open it, and, and it's super loud. I've yeah, never not woken up when a hotel door opens. Right. Like, but it's yeah. so obvious that he's, he's even doing the over-exaggerated elbow movement where his elbows are up to his ears. 100%. Like, I'm scooting the suitcase. It's on wheels. It's heavy. And I'm using my foot to help push it. And then I knock it over to the loudest thud I've ever heard. And I just hear Alan go, what the hell? <laughs> to which... Oh, God damn it. I, oh, shit. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I was passing. I was mad at myself. And then... We're all like looking at funny. him like, we better wait since the door opens. Here's the worst part I haven't told you is I tried so hard to be quiet. I brushed my teeth in the airport bathroom. So my electric <laughs> toothbrush <laughs> wouldn't wake you up. That's too yeah. considerate. And That's too knocked considerate. it over. Yeah, the best part, too, is when you were screaming, you were whisper screaming, which is just as loud, like, fuck, god damn it. Like, that's, it's true. Yeah, that carries anyone. Who are you? Now, you have the advantage since we share a hotel room. Uh, you yeah. got to peruse ahead of time, so if you have your I eyes did. on something specific. Well, the bag was taken. Oh. <laughs> that's why we call it. You can either steal knot. the bag. Yes. <laughs> Two steals and then it's dead, is that right? It? Yeah. So I, but I do have second choices. What's going to be your second choice? I really like that, that uh, Crusaders Deluxified from TMG. Oh, no. nice. Crusaders Deluxified? A great Deluxify? second choice. Right. <laughs> Not your first right. choice, <laughs> but good enough. Yeah. Go ahead, grab it. Thank you so much. Oh, and thank you so much. He's edited so many episodes, and your editing's going to probably begin again now that summer's ending, and I'm going back to full-time teaching. Sounds so good. In fact, this episode has been edited by Sir Delton Brack. 
So thank you so much, Sir Delton, for not only being a squire, but also for being a knight, and also being this episode's editor. Make sure you check out Delton Brock on his show, Malthouse Games, with his wife, Dame Haley Brock. Alright, let's get back to the show. Thank you. Sir Delton Brock! Great way to lay crepes. Heads up. Heads up. I'm going to be sending you a lot of work. Okay. Sir Gary Pope, I haven't seen here. Number four. Number five, Sir James York. We have, uh, who was here last year, Dame Becky Rolf. Not here this year. Uh-uh. Oh, I'm so sorry, Dame Becky Rolf. Then we also have, he said he'd be here. Oh, he made it! Sir Weenie! <laughs> who are you? Who are you? Who are you? I'm so glad I showed up a half hour early for this 11 o'clock podcast. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, that was you my fault. You can't tell time. <laughs> yeah. My I've been bad. telling everyone I've been inviting. It's at 11. So when this is over, there's going to be a bunch of people who are going to be super disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I'll call the fire marshal. Yeah. <laughs> you're a knight, you're a knave, a squire, and a noble being a guest. Who here listened to the recent episode where Ben told his torrid story of getting eviscerated by shut up and sit down? Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that very heart-wrenching episode. And here's what's weird I'm willing to share publicly. Mm. For some reason, that episode got more listens than any other episode we released. I don't know who's sharing it, but I feel like it was some type of masochist <laughs> group that got a hold of it. Like, you want to really feel uncomfortable? You want to see this guy face plant? Just, just My bite it. But I want to give you another round of applause for the bravery it took to come on oh, and really share your feelings. Yeah. People have reached out, and it's really been touching to get the words of support. So, like. It has been cathartic in a lot of respects. You're we, vulnerable. It's it's huge because yeah. when you're vulnerable, you give people a chance to like love on you. It's a good thing. But you're here not as a squire. You're here as a game designer. You've been showing Blood Feud. How's that been going here at Gen Con? I mean, it's definitely put wind in my sails again to have people play it and enjoy the game. So uh, I feel like I'm on firmer footing that, you know, there are people who play the game that said this was great. I loved it. And then I'm like, Kickstarter August 27th. Keep an eye out. Has, <laughs> has anyone come up to you at your play sessions and mention either this podcast or the Shut Up and Sit Down podcast? The Shut Up and Sit Down cast, podcast has been mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know what the big deal is. This game is awesome. I have gotten that. That's huge. Did you get the other? I was going to play this, and then I listened to the Shut Up and Sit Down podcast, and then I walked away. No, because then they wouldn't have... Yeah. Been... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people with a lot of different kind of social interactions yeah. at this convention. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I haven't received that. I, I have had someone say, you know, I played that. I feel Shut Up and Sit Down does have some points to it. but. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah okay. That seems You're like a very responsible like a way to reveal your criticisms to somebody. <laughs> You have to understand something about Sir Weenie here. He's one of my best friends. You are very humble because the real story could totally be that this person's like, you know what, I listened to that podcast, I had to play it for myself, and they were right, and I think you should die. And you'd be like, you know, they came, they gave me the criticism, I took the feedback, I really thank them for their time. So I think you're very, very humble. So And an incredible designer. It sucks because like we've all had bad ex- people have bad experiences with our games, right? Yeah. You're playtesting it for somebody, even close friends, and they're just like, I don't see why, blah blah blah. And you're like, cool, well, all right. No, I mean just- that happened. I mean, I, I know I sound like a dick so often because when I ask you that question, it comes from experience because we still have people come up with like, oh, two rooms and a boom? I hate that game. Like, thanks for stopping. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, cool. Thanks. I, I mean, it's still the same thing. We're working with the Mega Game Coalition, so the people who are playing the most Mega Games, they come over, they're like, yeah, this doesn't feel like a true Mega Game to me. And I'm like, cool. Well, yeah, that's... I didn't put a Mega Game in a box. I made a, a Mega Board game. So. Right. And I think a hard thing to do is to go like, there's like this 80-20 rule. Who are you designing for? Who are you not designing for? And going like, okay, cool. Well, most people seem to like it. Your taste isn't doesn't make up for X number of other people, right? right? So just shaking that off and getting back on the mat. And it's really awesome. You're just here like playing that fucking game again, doing the hard design work. It's really inspiring. I appreciate it. And thank you for everyone with the, with the support. So. One more time for Sir Weenie. Ben Canellis. Go ahead, pick one. You've earned it, Ben. You've earned it. I'm a comrade, though. Okay. Oh, my God. I don't need your charity. Oh, well, my all right. goodness. That's great. All right, all right. I'll wow. see you. Oh, look at that. Just for the listeners at home, he's eschewing picking any games at all. Right, he walked away. Mm -hmm. Right, yep. he walked away. It doesn't feel right. That's all right, yeah. <laughs> I'll pick one for him. All right, so hey, we got the next one. We have Sir Dennis Vinette. Moving on, Sir Dennis. Sir Ryan M.M., also known as the Diver Knight. That was a good story. That was the one where he played Two Rooms and a Boom underwater oh, in the diving. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I like that one. Sir Jeremy Wong, not here. Number 11, Dame Michelle. Oh! She's here, but not in this room. She's I too cool bitch. for sure. Let's, no. All right. <laughs> Number 12, Lady Jelly. Number 13, Lady Chrissy. They were together on the Halloween episode. Here we go, number 14, Sir Dustin, Sir Shill. He's out of country, too. He's the one who promoted his own podcast on our podcast. Classy move. <laughs> yeah. 15, this is pretty tragic. Dame Haley Brack. Not here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then we have 16, Sir Game Relief. 17, Sir David Waldman. 18, Sir Nicholas. And then 19, Dame Yennefer, come on up. <laughs> hey, how's it going? You were also squiring for us. Yeah, I mean, from an EGOT standpoint, I think I got more than Ben. At this point. What? Whoa. Because we're publishing a game of hers. Because we're publishing a game of hers. Oh my goodness. At 12 and 2 every day, you've been playing Tooth or Bear. Yeah. Uh, has anyone here played the game? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Oh, nice. It's been going really well. Been getting a lot of good feedback. My favorite is when people pick up their first five cards and they start to read and then they giggle to themselves. If you don't know, thing. this is totally written from Jennifer's perspective. It has flavor text, and then it's either a truth or a dare. So you're either going to be talking about potentially something personal and sharing with your friends, or you're going to be doing something that endears you with your friends. And so we're calling it a chat and chill game, so it totally brings you closer to the people with whom you play. The best part about it is definitely the flavor text beforehand because it's so, so, so specific to your experience. It, it is very, very specific, yes. Can you think of one card you think is very, very specific to yourself? Oh, the card that I think you've told me is one of your favorites also. The flavor text is, I stubbed my toe getting out of the shower one time in a hotel room in Las Vegas. I proceeded to yell at my mother, I just stubbed my toe and it's all your fault. If it wasn't for you and dad, I wouldn't have these long, freakish toes. So the question is, <laughs> what about your life are you blaming on your parents? It's a very good, very good question. You're your long toes. Let me take it to you, Sean. What do you blame your parents on? 
Ooh. Yeah. That's a great question. It is a great question. That's why it's in the game. I think it's my uh, work ethic. Excellent. Work ethic and focus. Oh, you blame. My lack of work ethic. Okay, there you go. And focus. I, I thought you were doing that classic job interview. You know what my problem is? I'm too responsible. No, no, no. It's a problem. It's the other problem. Okay. I have a question for you about Gen Con. Yes. Well, when I did. told people that I was coming, they're like, it's a conference for Jennifer's? <laughs> I told them the absolutely. No. <laughs> no. You're demoing your game for strangers. Yes. Which is a hard experience, I think, for anybody. Maybe not for you. Because people are weird at Gen Con. Nerds are weird. They come up and they don't know that you're the designer or they don't know anything about the game and they just sit there and go, what is this? Do you start every game with, this is my game, I designed it, this is about me? Just about. <laughs> I, start with, I start with the basic pitch that this is truth or dare that you'd actually want to play. Nice. And then I do explain that when you are reading the word I on a card, I am the I. <laughs> Do they just think you're some crazy demoer that's thinking like, oh, they're really no, obsessed with this game? No, and, and but I will occasionally get, I will occasionally get this question. Wait, is this true? Yeah, no. Why would I make that up? <laughs> <laughs> well, a family member recently told me, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. But you swear up and down that these are actually yes, true stories. Yes, yes. Everything you that you read on the Tooth or Bear cards is true stories that came from my life. Here's something that I really appreciated that got me excited that I haven't shared with you yet. Mike Selinker, who is one of the most prolific designers of all time, asked me how Tooth or Bear is coming. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. Oh my God. Yeah, so really cool. <laughs> what I'm gonna ask you now is if you would like to pick out any of these things. Oh, I picked one. Oh, you picked one? Yeah. Which one is it? <laughs> yeah. I'm going with this tiny game called Rowboat. Oh my goodness, Rowboat from Moustache Games. One, because I like the size of the box because I don't have very much room in my bags. Nice. Um, but very also, yes, very practical. It totally looks like my kind of game. Uh, it is Euchre with abilities. Done. I just explained the game. If you've ever played Euchre, you know how to play Rowboat pretty and if much. If you know what abilities are. <laughs> One last thing that I lo really love to brag about you. What is your job? What is your career? I'm an aerospace engineer. I'm a production manager for Terminal High Altitude Area Defense. It's a ballistic missile defense system. It's defense only, it's intercept to kill, so it doesn't actually have any munitions on it's it. It's like it Reagan Star Wars. Basically, missiles come in, beep, 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 we make sure they stop. We right? make sure they stop. We are redesigning the Seeker because the original, this is a really long story, you're gonna have to cut a lot of this out. I'm just hoping you just say, because the original didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, so that's been around for 20 years. The original was built back in the 90s. So if you think about how far electronics has come since the early 90s, yeah, we got some work to do to upgrade that. So I wasn't that far off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it is so cool hanging out with you for a lot of reasons. First of all, you emphasize it's for defense. It's for defense yes. because you don't want to do the whole... Uh, I have uh, never worked... Offense. Yeah. <laughs> yes, offense, thank you. You don't want to do the whole offense. Yes, I've never worked on an offensive product. But also, we just had this conversation, which I thought was interesting, because we were talking about replication based upon oh, yeah. visual, what do you mean? And you said, perfect example, the Russians made... Uh, the Soviet area aircraft, right. they basically tried to copy our F-15s by just looking at the picture of it. So they built inlets on their jets that didn't go anywhere or do anything. <laughs> Some cargo cold. Right, they yeah. just saw it. It was like taking a picture, like make it look like that. And so they went yeah. ahead and did it. And did That's how Stanley Kubrick did production design on Dr. Strangelove. That's really cool. Thank you so much for being a friend. Thank you for letting us fuck your game.
I'll slow down because I definitely don't want to pass anyone up. 20, Sir Mike, Sir Drankalat, he's going to be at PAX Unplugged. He actually, oh, cool. he squired for us at the last PAX Unplugged. He's going to do it again. How about 20, Sir Winner? Oh, he's not here. He's in Australia. We got a Sir Wiener and a Sir Winner? We have Sir Weenie and oh. Sir Winner. 21, Lady Comrade Crystal. No? 22, Sir Algebra. We partied with him at Origins. You weren't there. It was fun. So when you say we. When I say, when I say we, I meant the other squires and whatnot. Gotcha. Andrew was there. It was amazing. 23, Sir Meow Wolf. Travis. 24, Sir Tabletop Tyler Brown. Come on down. <laughs> oh my goodness. Howdy. Howdy. How's it going? Oh, dandy. Tyler, you're at every friggin' show that I go to. It's amazing. How is that possible? How do you end up at every show? I know your schedule. <laughs> no. Uh, just <laughs> I obsessively come to cons to get away from real life. Oh, yeah, wow. So, yeah. This is your vacation. This is my vacation, other than I've been working the entire convention and starting to lose my voice from demoing. But yeah. What have you been demoing? Um, Don't go through the whole demo, obviously. And so, step one. No, so the new portal game, Empires of the North, kind of a remake, sort of, of Imperial Settlers, but a completely oh. different game. It's really fun. Genuinely really fun, not saying that because I'm wearing yeah, a portal Yeah, you're shirt. a shill, yeah. right, that kind of thing. So, con relationships are built 15 minutes at a time over six or seven years. Mm-hmm. And so I've finally gotten to know you. <laughs> A little bit more after the past few years. We talked a little bit about another one of your big hobbies, which is literature, reading. What are you reading right now? What's good? Um, right now I am actually reading really heavy historical Roman or uh, histories by Tacitus. Not anything at remotely that we can talk about. Well, that seems very uh, uh, presumptuous. Well, <laughs> not anything fun that we would talk about. Not anything that's Got amazing. Fun. I like Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> at some point, as life goes on in the con life, it feels like the traveling circus where you spend uh, time with the same people you see at cons again and again. And I genuinely look forward to spending time with you. And the reality is, and I think I told you this, I spend more time with you than I spend with Sir Weenie, Ben Canellis. And Ben Canellis lives 30 minutes away from me, and you live across the country. Yeah. It's interesting that as time goes on, I actually have grown a life where you spend more time at the cons. So thank you so much for being a friend and traveling down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. (laughs) Wow. Robert Frost. Robert Frost. You want to pick a game? Go for it. Let us know where you're grabbing. As you look, we'll look down this list because we're almost done. Sir Upside Down Reese, he's the one who did the Mothership Adventure. 26, Lady Gremlin, Kate Berenger. That one's a joke, because it was from the Gremlins. 27, Sir Themy, Frank. 28, Sir Cleverson. 29, Sir Nighty Tidy. What did you pick up? Grab the Deluxified Chimera Station. From TMG. Wow. Thank you so much. Again, yay, TMG. We That's all 29 the nights. nights. More coming, but please don't let that dissuade anyone. Going from knave to knight. Or from comrade to comrade. I'm not sure the process. Knave to comrade. You can okay. leave this 
system of oppression. Yeah. Sure. It's like a mind fail. Yeah. I just feel I can never say anything without like I'm always doing it wrong. I try my best. You are always doing it wrong. It's true. If Will's taught me anything, I'm always doing it wrong. It's just easier to remember. And I think they have uh, comrade submission coming up soon as well. Wow. Yeah. I really love the B team. And we're coming up on what episode is it now? I think 186, 187. I think this is 186 or 7. 200's not far away though. 200's gonna be a big deal. So I wanna have a pyrotechnic show that no one can see mm -hmm. uh, on episode 200. <laughs> it's yep. gonna be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go fucking Just nuts. <laughs> We've got. <laughs> hey, thank you much, so much for coming down. We're all exhausted. It's Gen Con. Oh, I know what you probably wanna hear an assassin update. Yeah, we've got one clap. This is good. This is good. This, this is, is really, really good. good. Lindsay Road and I have been playing Assassin for a while now, and then Isaac Vega jumped on in, and he wanted to get into the <laughs> Assassin action. Lindsay Road told me she would not be here at this Gen Con, but she also told me that same thing about Origins, and it was a total lie. Here's the big flaw with the game Assassin, because Isaac also told me he wouldn't be here this Gen Con. So basically, I have been on high alert the entire time because I don't believe either one of them. But from all reports, everyone's assuring me like, no, seriously, they're not here this con. And there's a part of me that's really sad about it. But you know what made me feel amazing? Somebody assassinated you the other day? Dungeon Master Greg said hello to me by coming up behind me and slitting my throat and just- Warmed your heart. Warmed my heart. Very thoughtful. Thank you so much, Greg. Greg. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. It's 11 o'clock, that was the hour. And with that being said, this episode is... Finished! There we go.